Burn. He was arrested in a bar down the street, drinking Bushmills and watching the White Sox play the Rangers. Ellen didn't see how dwelling on it was ever going to do her any favors, and so she had taught herself to think of her patients as extensions of the machines and drip bags they were hooked up to, meat peripherals. In all the time she'd been working at FCI Englewood, in the Supermax prison infirmary, she had never seen Charlie Max with his eyes open. She'd been on staff for three years, and he had been comatose all that time. He was the frailest of her patients, a fragile coat of skin with bones inside. His heart monitor blipped like a metronome set to the slowest possible speed. The doc said he had as much brain activity as a can of creamed corn. No one had ever determined his age, but he looked older than Keith Richards. He even looked a little like Keith Richards, a bald Keith with a mouthful of sharp little brown teeth. There were three other coma patients in the ward, what the staff called gorks. When you were around them long enough, you learned that all the gorks had their quirks. Don Henry, the man who burned his girl and her kids to death, went for walks sometimes. He didn't get up, of course, but his feet pedaled weakly under the sheets. There was a guy named Leonard Potts who'd been in a coma for five years and was never going to wake up. Another prisoner had jammed a screwdriver through his skull and into his brain. But sometimes he cleared his throat and would shout, I know, as if he were a small child who wanted to answer the teacher's question. Maybe opening his eyes was Manx's quirk, and she just never caught him doing it before. Hello, Mr. Manx, Ellen said automatically. How are you feeling today? She smiled a meaningless smile and hesitated, still holding the sack of body temperature blood. She didn't expect a reply, but thought it would be considerate to give him a moment to collect his non-existent thoughts. When he didn't say anything, she reached forward with one hand to slide his eyelids closed. He caught her wrist. She screamed, couldn't help it, and dropped the bag of blood. It hit the floor and exploded in a crimson gush, the hot spray drenching her feet. Ah, oh, she cried. Ah, oh, 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 God. It smelled like fresh poured iron. Your boy Josiah, Charlie Manx said to her, his voice grating and harsh. There's a place for him in Christmas land with the other children. I could give him a new life. I could give him a nice new smile. I could give him nice new teeth. Hearing him say her son's name was worse than having Manx's hand on her wrist or blood on her feet. Clean blood, she told herself. Clean. Hearing this man, convicted murderer and child molester, speak of her son made her dizzy, genuinely dizzy, as if she were in a glass elevator rushing quickly into the sky, the world dropping away beneath her. Let go she whispered. There's a place for Josiah John Thornton in Christmas land, and there's a place for you in the house of sleep, Charlie Max said. The gas mask man would know just what to do with you, give you the gingerbread smoke and teach you to love him. Can't bring you with us to Christmas land, or I could, but the gas mask man is better. The gas mask man is a mercy. Help, Ellen screamed, except it didn't come out as a scream. It came out as a whisper. Help me. She couldn't find her voice. I've seen Josiah in the graveyard of what might be. 
Josiah should come for a ride in the wraith. He'd be happy forever in Christmas land. The world can't ruin him there, because it isn't in the world. It's in my head. They're all safe in my head. I've been dreaming about it, you know. Christmas land. I've been dreaming about it. But I walk and walk, and I can't get to the end of the tunnel. I hear the children singing, but I can't get to them. I hear them shouting for me, but the tunnel doesn't end. I need the wraith, need my ride. His tongue slipped out of his mouth, brown and glistening and obscene, and wet his dry lips, and he let her go. Help, she whispered. Help, help, help. She had to say it another time or two before she could say it loud enough for anyone to hear her. Then she was batting through the doors into the hall, running in her soft, flat shoes, screaming for...